Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 20th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing well. I uh, I have to apologize right off oh, the yeah. bat. I, uh, oh, apology I'm, time. I'm out of my residence my, uh, and I'm at my in-laws. Are you in the pod I, right now? Yeah, I, well, I, I, we have family function and... I brought all my recording stuff, but I forgot my microphone. I got everything else yeah. except for the microphone. So I'm, I'm. We can hear you. Sans fine. microphone. Apologies for the audio, but you know what? People come with low expectations for audio quality, anyways, and you know we tend to deliver on that as much as we can. Um, should we it, should we get into cats again? Yeah, let's do another thirty-five minutes on the cats. I don't know if we fleshed that out enough on Thursday. Uh, look, it was a, a different episode. I think most people liked it. KVV's brilliance delivered, and uh, that was that. You know, we're going to have four or five episodes this week. We that took a hard left turn. That good for a long time. Yeah, it will be good for a long, long time. Though we might have some some people dropping up and down categories based on these last couple of days. I don't know. I don't know what to make of some of these guys. But let's start. Uh, you want to start with the king of the jungle or the top of the food chain there, Tiger? I don't know. Let's get rid of this. Let's dispense with Tiger for two minutes. All right. Let's talk about Tiger. It, I, I feel like this is a, a Tiger performance. He's clearly hurt. It's not is that your Is that your expert opinion? Is that your <laughs> yes. medical degree? <laughs> like, it just doesn't look good. Um, but, again, I think this is similar to, to last major at the masters if you're dustin johnson fresh off his wedding scotty scheffler you need to look in the mirror and say to yourself how does this happen this guy he beat rory he beat speed i mean he matched speed beat rory uh on friday that is not not on 36 holes but i mean this guy can't make a consistent golf swing because of his leg like, he looked he looked like he was going to withdraw Thursday night. We didn't really talk about it a ton. It looked um, like he was going to walk off the course on 12 today. I I like I almost I almost was like, you know, he should just go in. He's right by the clubhouse. <laughs> What's the point? Just call call it a day after after he I mean, he hit three straight wedges like <laughs> long left. It was the awful. yank, the tug at uh 11. Is that the, 11, the part 3, 12. right? Yeah. I mean, uh, just making saving pars out of his, you know what, bunkers from bunkers from bad spots around the green from 15 feet. Um, look, I was a, uh, I wasn't a big Tiger fan growing up. I wasn't a hater, but it's just like I wasn't. That's not why I got into golf. Like a lot of people say, I just, you know, whatever. Observed him. I like. I'll, I'll really remember this round for a long time. It, it really the, these this and the Masters. I don't have like a ton of Tiger memories because he didn't like mean a ton to me. I, I of course, uh, you know, enjoyed his brilliance, but these two last majors, like 
dragging himself across the line will stay with me for a really, really long time. It means a lot to me and how I, not, not like personally, but how I view him and appreciate him. And I'm not sure like there was much more he could do to enhance that. And yet here he is still doing it and it will stay with me for a really long time. I think it just, these, in a way, these performances show us more than the years of dominance when he was like the yeah. most physically, the most talented golfer, the most physically dominant golfer out there. Because, you know, Scotty Scheffler, and this is not meant to be a drive by, Adam, but <laughs> he's got this, he's got this run. Everybody's like, oh, he's the next big superstar. I'm kind of eagerly watching this week. Okay, let's see. You know, a real like a big time player backs us up and he's he's gonna contend. Right. Miscut. So I go and I'm I'm just curious. My pick. I, I, I look into look into Tiger. I'm like, when did how many cuts early on did Tiger miss in his career in majors? And I I go from his as a professional, Tiger Tiger's first missed cut came in his thirty eighth start in a major championship. Ridiculous. And it's just the guy finished 12th when he didn't have his A game. Right. When he had his C game, he finished 12th in majors. Right. And this is the thing with this generation that always disappoints me is that they just stink <laughs> too much. You're scolding. Okay. And Tiger is out These here kids. on one leg. He can't load. Into yeah, but he's different, his man. right side. Well, he can't load. and You can tell. That when he gets into his right side, he hits really good shots. Like it, it's, and then he has leg problems when he tries to like push off, but he's not planted. The, That's the, when it seems like his leg hurts. Yeah, but he can't get there consistently because of his leg. The thing that's with the leg issue and like a bad swings, like when he's not putting anything into it. Uh, usually, a lot of times the result is he nukes the ball. Like he's just well, rocketing. Well, yeah, he's, he's just, just picking and rocketing. Right yeah. <laughs> like right eight today. What do you yeah. hit it? 250 on eight, like 30 yards through the green. The end of the round yesterday, I think it was at uh, nine, probably he was finishing. Just We haven't even talked about that yet. This is his seventh or sixth tournament round of the year. Yeah. The guy yeah, is rusty as shit. He's not sharp. He's not sharp from, you know, he stubbed a couple chips, stuck it. Yeah, he, he's not sharp at all. And, and he's uh, stainers, he's hitting bad stainers even. I just, look, I didn't want to do a lot of, there's enough Tiger hagiography out there and like overpraise and fanboy. But like, swear to God, that was, I mean, with Rory was, wasn't doing much. Spieth was purring at the door. Fucking Rory. So... I thought like Tiger was really something that will take I'll take for a long time with this. Let's uh, let's this talk about Rory. Yeah. Can can yeah. I Rory? Wow. Yesterday yesterday it's like oh my god. He's not in the situation he's usually in. This is amazing. He's out in front. And now he's right back in the same spot he's always in. The wind <laughs> lays down. It's just it's a different just set order. Up. Yeah, Just, you're on the yeah. right side of the draw. You play sensational Thursday. You're on the right side of the draw. The wind set up his 71 that he shot today, one over. 
It was like a 76 if he played in the morning. It was horrendous. There, was, this was just out there for the taking. He's playing when the wind completely lays down. He's playing the easier nine. You know, the, the back yeah, the nine back. is playing a lot right. easier than the front. Right. Like, there's right. birdie opportunities everywhere. Ten's what? a birdie hole. 11's <laughs> a birdie hole. 12 today, the way he drives the ball, a birdie hole. 13's a birdie hole. 15's a birdie hole. 17's a birdie hole. And he makes no birdies. 15 for me I've, was like... I he mean, made this one was like birdie on the back. 12. He, he birdied one, 12. One birdie. One birdie. On the day. On the day. Birdie no 12. win. Yeah. And now, now he's in the same situation. He's five back of an uber-talented player, and he has to play sensational, perfect golf over the weekend to win. This That's is what the was... same spot he is every freaking major. I was trying to get at that last night with KVV in between the cat talk. Is like how well he was set up with a lot of like the whatever you want to say, alpha dogs sort of puttering and billowing, like a like a Morikawa is not playing great, Rom's not playing great. Uh and Rory, there he is, got the great side of the draw. And and what does he do? He kicks it away today. I thought 15, 15's one, right? Isn't that the one where Speed put it way up there? Like 350, he drove it way up. Yeah. And like Tiger and 15 was just like, this is the new vintage Rory. Like he hits this shot. He's got like 150 yards, just this fat, wide open green, big green, not, you know, not huge, but it's just right there, right? He's got 150 yards, back left pin, accessible pin. And he just like, just kind of poofs it, you know, hits it the middle, middle, like not even close. Like if you're going to hang back uh, and you have it, you have this accessible pin. That was just like vintage, new vintage Rory, just kicking away chance. Now now Tiger was like airmailing it into the bunker and having to pull it out of his ass to make a par. But the Rory, it's really disappointing. I don't know. Maybe he has another like 60, 64. But this Four, is the point. Six, this is what something. he has to do every yeah. major. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, I guess Rory needs to go 66-66 on the weekend to have a chance. And that's I feel like that's the situation we're in again. Because now he's two back of JT. And he's two back five. of JT. He's five back of Zal Torres. Four back of Mito Pereira. Contender, pretender, Mito Pereira. I like Mito a lot. But He's I'm eight gonna, under. I'm, I'm going to err on pretender. I mean, now you're in the crucible. Like he, he. I, th- I think he played with a club pro. You know, just kind of hiding there in the 156 man field. And here you Brendan, are, Brendan. It's, it's about the different. metal. It's about what you got <laughs> when you're put to the test. When the rubber meets the road, Brandel, it's just what do you have inside in your heart? And this is a different <laughs> arena. Mito, Mito's in. It's about your metal. Maybe he needs to call Bob Roteller. Um, anyways. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think you hate calling a guy a pretender at the 36 hold mark. He won, you know, he did the battlefield promotion, all that stuff, but, uh, different deal. If he hangs, I'll be impressed. I'll be impressed. Uh, contender or pretender, Will Zalatoris. We should talk about Willie, Willie Z. He's nine, he's nine under, shot a 66, 65, got the easy draw and took advantage of it. Everybody's railing on about his putting like i think he hit like five birdie putts all from inside like a total of like 30 feet right uh, well he was he made everything Striping. right he made everything on thursday thursday yeah um leads it in I strokes mean, game putting i think mostly on that first. round yeah yeah mostly on 
that that round. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, he's been sensational. It's uh, it's really fun to watch Will Zalatoris play tee to green. Maybe it gets the most interesting when it gets on the green. Anytime he's within five feet, um, but it's looked rock solid. Why does um, he set up well for majors? Why does he set up well for Southern Hills? Why is like why are we seeing uh, this so consistently? This is a. When a golf course is set up a certain way, when a golf course has certain traits, when when a golf course is difficult, the thing to remember with strokes gained, and I've learned a lot from Joseph Lamagna, um, over in discussions and just talking with him, whether it be on the fried egg pod or offline, and strokes gained, a golf course can allow you to gain more strokes. Will Zalatoris. <laughs> is hampered week in, week out on the PGA Tour because the golf courses and the setups are not up to a major championship snuff. When majors, when you're playing hard golf courses, when you're playing difficult setups, Will Zalatoris gets better. It's not that he raises his game. He's just allowed to be better by the setup. Sort of so the inverse majors, of the can't like corollary, maybe. Yes. An inverse. Okay. So, so when the golf course gets more difficult, Will Zalatoris' traits are more on display, which, as if anybody that watched the round today saw, the guy is a machine. He's yeah. so good. Tee to green. Um, I mean, the irons, it, it was just a, a complete exhibition out there. Um, you know, you hit it so close. As soon as that wind died down, you, you could tell that he flipped a switch. And... It became he became much more aggressive. I mean, the the targets got closer to pins, you know. When and it it wasn't about hitting greens, being safe. It was about putting the pedal down. And that's the, I think the thing that was disappointing about Rory. It was you know Cam Smith was right there. He just didn't make any putts. He had putts. some some loose irons, but he he putted really bad. He's putted really bad the last two rounds, like where he's just been on the edge. All, all day, you know, Cam Smith's one guy that's at two under that you feel like could be at eight um, based off the way he putted the last two days. But yeah. what Zalatoris did was he put the put the pedal to the metal and really lifted and, and kind of ran away from the field in a way. And obviously Pereira did the same. Bubba Watson played a sensational round. The rounds were out there for the taking and Zalatoris took it. You know, he is um, he's great. This, he's got four it's, top top tens and majors already. He's only played in seven of them in his entire career, one of which yeah. was in 2018. So, like, if you knock that yeah. away, like, in, since 2020 in his six major championships, he's got four top tens, and he looks like he's heading at the bare minimum to another top ten. I just have a hard time seeing – this is, like, this is the hard thing for anybody at four under. Is it? It's really hard to believe that Zalatoris is going to shoot over par. Yeah, I know his putt is, his putting is not can be a weak, very weak point. But, but it's he like still he's not going to strike gonna, his way to even right. par. And it's I think more than that, yeah, he's not going to strike his way into like triples. You know, yes. like he just doesn't hit that shot. You know what I mean? So, I like he hit one bad shot today, maybe on seventeen. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, it was just it was it was amazing. So 
when you start to look at that and you do the math, like if he plays mediocre golf and he shoots 68, 68 or 69, like he plays average 68, 68, he's at, he's at uh 13 under and it's just going to be hard for people to get there. Right. You have to play sensational two days in a row. So you start to, the leaderboard really shrinks and I, and I kind of, I don't, how I'm far back is too Bubba, far back? Bubba is a, is a pretender. Why? He's a head case. He's getting worked what, up about all these different What was the, the last tournament? That, what was the last tournament Bubba was in contention in? Didn't he go from like first yes. to like 53rd? Yes. Yes. Was what it the was Travelers that? last year? No. No. It was, uh, it, it, I think it was a major. Wasn't it a major where he's just completely, or maybe might have been like Bay Hill or the player, one of these where there were hard conditions and all of a sudden he was just completely blown up to see. Um, Zalatoris, in our in our sort of travels for this show, one of the few times I've seen you totally like giddy, like just like really mind blown face was when we were on the ground, like got that ground view of him at 17 at Kiowa, where it's just like a different sound, different compression, a different look, a different move. Uh, and you were just like, holy shit. And he does that on every hole. You know, that's just how he plays. He's, he's a different kind of talent. Another time I've seen, I've seen you giddy. So these new head covers came into the fried egg pro shop. <laughs> we have merchandise. If you guys are interested, this is the ad read. We won't clutter up your, your, your podcast tonight with cats and uh, ad reads, but I, I was the fried was egg the pro lab, shop deep in the lab. I'm a big merch guy. You are, yeah. You Get are. these just super dialed. No, we. we but they're I'm good. Excited. They are good. I I had heard. You know, the thing with golf merchandise is that the turnaround times are just can be glacial. And yeah. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. Golf's hot right now. There's a lot of demand. The turnaround time on stuff is glacial. So what happens is that you hear about stuff for weeks. When you're the when you're part of the company that's ordering them, and I tend to just tune out the more I, I hear I'm about not, stuff. Yeah, yeah right. and these came in, and and I I was really excited. They're they're good looking. I, they're I like not them. bad. I yeah, I agree. No bullshit. I was quite happy with them. We have Draddy Sport polos, Draddy Sport hats. polos, shotgun There's start, fried egg, stuff. ropes. Uh, it's support the podcast, support the company if you'd like. I think. You know, we try not to make stuff that looks shitty. I think that we got some good stuff in there right now. If you need head covers or merch or polos, whatever, hit up the fried egg pro shop. All right. Moving on, contender, pretender, or Zalatoris contender. Mito, pretender. I think we've we've you know, verdict is, is in on Mito. Um Justin Thomas <clears throat> from the wrong side of the draw. 67, 67. God, he's he's gotta feel like he's leading the tournament. Yeah. I don't think he's probably. I think he thinks he can go run down Will Zalatoris. It's got to feel like that, and certainly Mito. So I don't. I think he's pretty happy with himself. Do you think he's even looking at Mito? I think in a way it's kind of beneficial for him not to be in Zalatoris's group because Zalatoris could be weighed down. Like Mito's going to be, you know, could be shaky, and Zalatoris then might just like kind of get brought down by him. And what that, if he's got to play with Bubba though? Bubba's like on the fritz. On his way to, you know, all of a sudden shooting. He's going to be playing with Bubba. That's he who is. He's that's what I'm saying. With. I know. That's well, not Bubba, necessarily Bubba's exciting. a good assistant captain, you know? <laughs> that's true. 
That's true. Bubba, uh, might be, Bubba, Bubba's living on the edge. Well, right, right. He's mad about the greens being slow and different, you know, balls rolling into bunkers and I, things like that. Um, can we talk about something? What? Conditions? Bill Torres was bitching about it. Yeah. Bubba was bitching about it. How could anybody in the afternoon complain about what they had to play in? When the guys in the morning were playing in like 35 mile an hour winds and they had no wind on their, on their, like for the last two thirds of their round. Right. Right. It might be one of the most absurd things that I, I've seen green. in a long time I know. is them complaining about the speed of the well, green. Well, they need stuff to complain about. It's kind of like us, right? I mean, there's stuff they got to look, they got to find and pick, pick nits. That's right. Know? Earlier this year, we were complaining that no content was happening. And then the golf gods You're complaining provided. to the content gods. Um, well, that's a separate issue. I think these guys are a little out of their comfort zone. The sand is a big point of contention for them. The, the pebbles and all this other stuff. The greens being a little slower than they're used to on the tour. And I think it's just sort of another data point or another, you know, another argument exhibit of just there's golf. And then there's championship golf. There's tour golf, which is entertainment. And then there's competition, right? And like, it seems golf, like it's getting further and further apart. It does. It does. You you wrote in our notes about like the sand has to be the same kind and the same compaction. And the every, course every, has to pay for it. If you go to a new club and the, uh, it's a, a course that's new to the PGA Tour schedule for a year, your bunker's got to have this kind of sand and be they have this to kind pay of, for it. They have to pay for it. Uh, Scotty Scheffler had a very revelatory quote about this whole, this tour golf versus competition. Um, I think Garrett, Garrett Morrison's writing about it for the Friday. He's much smarter than us. So you'll want to read him at the Scheffler, you know, it depends. I think if you were to go look at golf a hundred years ago and people kind of appreciate bunkers being true hazards, but now with there being so many around the green, you really kind of need a good lie with how fast the greens are. Hundred years ago, I think he's talking about you know these old fuddy duddies or these you know woke hipster golf heads. He's 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 calling out a certain class there, but I just this, there's a lot. He's saying a lot here. People troop hazards. Then he goes, and I don't really think it should be up to pure luck on whether or not you get a good or bad lie in the bunker. So when they're the really great. Sh- you hit it in a well, bad shouldn't spot. Be true. There shouldn't be true hazards because there's too many of them and you need a good lie with how fast the greens are. So it's like this one after another domino effect. Just too, too many hazards. God forbid you might have to think about playing away from the hazards. So then they're in really great shape. I think as players, we all appreciate it just because it's kind of like getting in a divot in the fairway. He's comparing a divot in the fairway, like a bad to break, a to hitting it in a hazard. Yeah, hitting it down the fairway into a bad break versus hitting it in a bunker. Okay, there's certain bunkers where you know it's an okay miss. And I think a lot of traditional golfers, or I don't know, he's calling out somebody. Traditional golfers, or I don't know how you say that. But when you look at how golf used to be played with much slower greens and longer clubs going in, it was much different than it is now. I think we all appreciate on tour, caps, on tour, having bunker sand that's really, really good. So, uh, again, just sort of... Uh, the you know, tour bubble. Credit to JT to bring this back. Someone who 
you know, we give a lot of crap for being like, you know, whiny or, or just sort of Listen, a, a I'm turning around disagreeable. He's the, he, he seems to be able to make it work in all conditions better than most. I think he's like probably the most fun golfer to watch, like purely aesthetics wise. Like he hits a wide array of shots. It, he he's really fun to watch around the greens. He's got a very good, attractive swing. Like aesthetically, I think he's the most fun to watch of any golfer. And and it shows like this is really similar to the players when there was a good and a bad side of a draw. JT played through, and that's one of my concerns with JT is has he just played such sensational golf that like he kind of like has expended the tank. What's you know? left? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reality too for both for Brazil Taurus too is like typically you got like nine bad holes in a major. And you know, for <clears throat> there's gonna be a rough stretch. I don't think we've necessarily seen Zalatoris's rough stretch yet. Sure. So, you know, that that's the that would be the kind of point of hey, this isn't this isn't like a four four person race right now. Just just for people who may have worked Friday morning and were in office not paying attention, what was it about JT? Like he like he was playing in the 35 mile per hour gust. He got the bad side of the draw. He made a point of emphasis, you know, hitting low bullets, working it both ways. Um, I mean, you could make the ahead. argument that he played the round of the day. He did. Yeah. Both days, yesterday almost. and yeah. today. Yeah. And he's now three back because that's he's just been Graced with a very poor end of the draw. I haven't seen the differential. Yesterday, it was about a shot difference between morning and afternoon. I haven't seen what it is today. Keep um, <coughs> in mind that those differentials include club pros. So, you know, yeah, those are excuse. averages that can be wildly thrown off by one bad round. Yeah, excuse a yeah. little bit. Anyways, another like really great show. Obviously, Bones really like he's just distance control and a steady like 20 hour, mile an hour wind with 30 gusts was really, really impressive. I'm looking for the spread. I don't see anything yet on uh, the shot differential. Okay, so protect, uh, contender for sure with JT. Any other contenders? Is Rory a contender? Where are you with that? I think we've winnowed it down hey. to JT and Zalatoris as the only contenders. We got to have some more options here. I was going to say, I wanted to, I wanted to give some props real quick to Patrick Cantlay for working his way up the leaderboard this morning <laughs> with his 75. It was worse than that at one point, right? Wasn't he only beating club pro, like four or five club pros at one point? Yeah. Got himself out of there. I can't wait for his big run in the FedEx Cup playoffs this year. I, Patty, I can't wait for Patty Ice. Again, sort of. I, I don't know. Maybe we're being too hard on him and he's just been playing bad golf at the wrong weeks. Uh I don't know. I don't want to make, I, but the the record is you are what your record is right now, and uh, I I don't want to make big judgments about tour golf or the FedEx Cup playoffs, but I kind of do. Like I think him being unable to like do anything at major tests and then just feasting on these pillow August dartboards uh, is demonstrative of something. I think I think it is. Now maybe he gets hot at Brookline and all of a sudden he's he's good again. But what are the other contenders? We have Zalatoris, we have JT. I'll put Rory as a contender, you know? We're one day removed from thinking he was going to run away with the tournament. (laughs) 
<laughs> We've already dealt with Roy. Fitzy and Cam Smith at three and two under. Fitzy probably not. Maybe. Fitzy Fitzy, I don't think has the gear. <laughs> like here's the thing. Cam Smith leads the PGA tour in birdies per round by like point is almost three tenths of a point of, two. of a birdie. Yeah. Which right? yeah. point two eight, I think it yeah. is. Yeah. That's a significant amount. Like yeah. that's yeah. like the difference between JT's second and and I think like fifteenth in birdies. <laughs> so he's like the thing about about Camp Smith is you could see a, a sixty three easy from him. Maybe not sixty three if it's windy, but like a sixty five is in the cards and he's right there, <laughs> right? And so I think Cam Smith is is definitely you got to put him on there. That's essentially what happened at the Masters this year. Was you know he played really for like twenty seven of the final thirty six holes. He was he was pretty sensational. Um, and obviously Saturday was incredible. So I think you put Cam Smith. I don't think Fitzy has the horsepower. Um, I love Davis Riley's game. Yeah, I'm, PGA is the Davis a, friendly zone. The front you know friendly the Davis zone as we know the PGA. He might he might be pretty boring. Um, he does seem like, but he's kind of really a, good. Um, he this is only his third majors, first PGA. Really good performance from him. Um, and then, uh, do you think Abe? What about Abe? Eh, he's been he's hung around the Masters. Sure, he's been around. I just he seems to always have a real bad nine in him. You know, like a real bad nine. Where are we with? Speed? I'm interested about the correlation here with like Fitzy doesn't play well at a lot of major venues, but he does play well at the masters. True. Uh, well, that's your Augusta national comp, right? Bubba doesn't play well at a lot of major venues, plays well at the masters. Zell Torres has runner up to the last two masters. Right. They said that on the broadcast, but that's not true. I don't yeah, know why that's they not said right. that. It's T6, yeah, but yeah. The reason I, I said I was that like, was what? because I of feel that. like I would have remembered that, but T6, <laughs> it's I, good. Yeah, I mean, Rory finished runner-up. When they said that, I was like, really? It's back? I don't remember him runner-up a month ago, but T6, good. Good show. Abe almost won the November Masters. True, true. Okay, so maybe we have something. Maybe we have a kernel of something here. But then you got Terrell there, who who has some pretty inflammatory comments about Augusta National. Maybe he just doesn't <laughs> doesn't know that this is like Augusta. <laughs> uh, where are we with Spieth? Really stuck in neutral, not like playing awful, but not playing. I think everybody like, knows like... where I'm at with Spieth. Wow. This is what. This is what. I just don't think he's the same guy as he used to be. Okay. Okay. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the speed fans out there. You don't there. have to apologize just, to anybody. I just don't think he's the same guy. Maybe it's Under Armour has <laughs> just beaten him down by all the bad apparel, and he's lost all of his self confidence because he has to go out there dressed like a, you know, like a, a fourth grader. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but maybe that has some part of it hard to do with it maybe it's like you know kind of losing his golf game for a few years he seems better i'm i'm encouraged that he actually like can hit the ball again but i mean they they talked about it on the telecast curtis strange was like the the club is so laid off now and i i don't think that's actually the problem i think he's playing better golf but it's just it's a really obscure career and it seems like he just like can't help himself from tinkering 
apparently I saw Luke Curdenine said he he was on the ground observation. He thinks Spieth is closing his eyes during that like uh, rehearsal swing. Just just to add that to the to the that, whole. Well, that would make sense. That's kind of like that feel, right? You close <laughs> yeah. your eyes, it, it yeah. awakens other sensories. Think it through. Yeah, think through it. Anyways, it disappointing. I would say it based on the hopes we had for him. And what do you, what do you think about Spieth? I didn't have any hopes. Uh, I'm, he's just stuck in neutral. I guess it's fine that he made the cut. It didn't look like he was going to make the cut, but again, getting just like, you know, tiger beating tiger on one leg. Shouldn't be the goal. I'm just really disappointed. And I think he's 10 shots back. So I, I think it's kaput, right? There's not, do you think he's, do you think mentally he's just at a point now where he's just Davis love in between the years? Oh, come on. He's gonna play great that's, like the week before or week after majors. That's discreet. That's not fair. That's not fair at all. Come on. We need to see if a greater body of work to be able to conclude that. That's that he's he'll watch. He'll be great at the old course, I'm sure. So uh anything just else watch. on the leaderboard. Just, Do you have, I've, I've been I've been hearing just watch for four years. I didn't say just watch. I I, I just think like you're making some pretty harsh critiques based on, <clears throat> I don't know, a couple rounds here and there. And is this resume is what it is. Okay. Um, do we need to, do you need to apologize or anything for Westy? UPS is getting dro- dropping him. I know we mentioned it last night. It's a big scandal. He's, he's not, he is you so want, bad you want at to hear golf. Some he's butt? so bad at golf. He's so bad. What's the scuttlebutt? Some scuttlebutt, little rumor I heard. I was, I was hanging by a water cooler recently. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you were. A little water cooler chat chatter. This is completely Unverified. unconfirmed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, you know, I heard from somebody that might know a thing or two, maybe that <clears throat> that uh, UPS was given an ultimatum, and it was by. Um, Augusta National, who mm. you know the Masters tournament, who you know the UPS is their shipping the, their partner. partner. Yeah, yeah. And they said they said drop the live boys, or we drop you. There's a lot of that going on. That's pretty good. That's an ultimatum from uh, yeah, and, from one uh, of the most powerful, if not the most powerful organization West, at all. Westy's obviously been the one that's been out in the open about his live, you know, intentions. The other boy, yeah. Brown, Usti. Usti, yeah. Who's hasn't been playing very good golf this year? Well, Westy's so bad. Westy's horrendous. You look at these I like mean, what do you TPC. Expect? He's like fifty years old. <laughs> but I mean, I'm talking talk. like this Craig Ranch. Like even you look at these lesser events in between. He's like DFL. He's like struggling to break seventy five. So I don't know. I think he's... it's golf. In golf, more so than any other sport, when we look at seasons. They are complete aberrations. And Westy's yeah. Westy's last year was like the the last flicker of a star. Yeah. That Florida swing stretch, basically. You know, Honda He's players, so, Bay Hill. So washed. <laughs> Westy Island is no more. Um but, I heard I, I heard the companies like like Tylus has told their guys they're not getting bonuses for wins. 
or live, you know, for live. Like, so a lot of the, that other stuff behind the scenes is happening, right? You know, equipment companies and masters and sponsors and things like that are trying to put it their thumbs like on the scale. From the UPS droppage to the, what I've heard in the rumor mill is that Usti's all but gone. Yeah. He's, he's heading to live. I think the whole South, there's a big South African contingent. Maybe. Not, I don't know how big, but yeah, South Africans are, are keen for it. So um, other odds and ends while we're on it, they lost that Sean Bratches. We didn't talk about that in news. Sports Business Journal is like, he's basically <laughs> the, the most, most reputable, most skilled actual businessman. Not a chuckle fuck. That's the term we use uh, is out. He quit apparently like within days of. Craig Norman's we all make mistakes about Khashoggi thing. It was told as it was portrayed to me that he is a, a member at some very nice clubs on the Eastern seaboard, East coast area. And uh, yeah, maybe that, that the, the possibility of being shunned or outcast from those could have played a part as well. Or Greg Norman just walked it in, walked, you know, him out the door with his comments. So the, the thing about it is that when we were talking around God, how long ago was it? Riviera? The the rumors were like the very, very powerful people in golf that aren't, you know, involved with the tour necessarily. Yeah. We're gonna start getting involved. And yeah, and that that of with his clubs, you know, potentially private clubs, losing out yeah. on his clubs, that would yeah. hint at that being the case. That that's something that that certain people care very, very deeply about, more so than a uh, a job as the CEO or whatever it is at, at live. live Golf. C-suite you know? at Live or a letter from the uh, president of whatever, so-and-so <laughs> top-ranked club. Um, elsewhere, odds and ends. I thought this was just our kind of deal. Jesse Mueller, Mueller <coughs> was probably the highest-ranked club pro. Do you see his wife's name? No. Jesse Mueller is married to Jesse Mueller. Oh, cut. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's that's right in your wheel. Yeah, he <laughs> he married a Jesse. Different spelling, i.e., the 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 wife is Jesse. Uh, that's I thought so that was strange. What do their friends call him? Well, I mean, she wasn't Jesse Mueller at the time. She was Jesse Smith yeah, but, or whatever. But, but they're but... together, and somebody says Jesse, and they both turn around. Nobody. <laughs> I don't like when I'm around other Andys. You know. <laughs> Yeah, like, Andy with an I. Uh, uh, who well, I'm just saying, like, you know, somebody says Andy, and you uh, both of you turn, and they're talking to one or the other. It's, it's yeah. kind of annoying. That's terrible. It's annoying for anybody. But then right. to marry somebody with the same Jesse. name. I mean, yeah. my wife has this theory, and I think it's, like, pretty spot on. She <laughs> yeah. says that everybody marries people that look just like you. Well, that's an Instagram This is taking account. this. This is taking it. Like five steps too far. Naming name, somebody or marrying somebody with the same name as you is it's like a name, image, narcissism. and likeness. Name, image, maybe, and likeness. Maybe that's why he's good at golf because sure. he loves himself so much. Sure. They mar- I, married a woman with the same name as him. I just thought that was amusing. Last but not least, 
Did you get to watch any of the Manning cast or whatever it's called? Buck and Collins cast. What do we make of that? I I, I only got to, I watched try, trying to trying to get me to say something. Huh? I've heard it was bad. I've heard I didn't watch a lot of it. I heard from people who aren't you that it wasn't great. I tuned in for one segment to watch our friend Solly from No Laying Up. He was on there. Watched him. He did well. Um, I've, I watched a little bit of it on Thursday when like, I think Peyton was on and it just seemed a little uh, stunted. Well, I've heard it's not been great, but I'm sure it served I, a purpose for some other people. I poked my head in a few times. And to me, it feels like uh, a couple guys that have never had a conversation before in their lives talking for the first time. There's Joe zero Buck and chemistry. Michael Collins. Yeah. There's no chemistry. I mean, Michael Collins has been around the block for a long time. And I think one of the things when you're around the block a long time, you make a lot of friends and you you have a lot of um, different – like he has a lot of stories, a ton. Yeah. I yeah. guarantee it. Tons of stories. But he doesn't tell any of them because I think he's afraid of like getting in trouble or yeah. having somebody – like. I mean, look, we're a golf you know, audience. Sally, and... Sally today set him up with like some great questions. Sally's yeah. great at asking <laughs> questions. And he came on that telecast and set him up. And he told like two terrible stories. It's like <laughs> you, you have better stories than that. But yeah. you're just like choosing not to tell them because you're you're afraid that you're going to get in some sort of trouble. And like that to me is the problem is that you can't have people that are so conflicted that they can't actually talk and say things. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it doesn't, I, I'm sure it works for some people, the Barkley segments or this Peyton segments, but anyways, for the first couple of days, uh, I've not heard a ton of good things about it, but you know, it's an experiment. They're trying to, trying to get it off the ground. All right. That does it. Anything else we need to clean up? Do you have any, any grand pronouncements about the course? You think guys need to stop bitching and play golf? Did they set it up too easy today? They set it up I how mean, they had to set it up for 40 mile an hour. Did chance. you want a wind delay? Did you want the balls rolling off the green and then us having a, a, a half a day wind delay? And then they it didn't being know like, it. Oh, you know what? Like it's, it's ha like we aren't going to be finishing the second round. Um, no, they, they, they did they the did, right thing. Yeah. seems like we're going to get rain I mean, the overnight. The course has been great. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was great. Did, you know, they had to set it up to get play in and 156 guys. So. That's it's gonna. Good. It sounds like it's gonna rain. It's gonna be cool tomorrow. It's gonna play completely different. All the holes that were downwind seem like they're gonna be into the wind. It's it's gonna be cold. Um, Silly it, ball won't be might, flying four hundred yards. Sounds like it's gonna rain. Yeah, yep. I mean that's one of the things. It's like how short. One of my big notes, like the twelfth hole. The twelfth hole is like an iconic championship golf hole. It's four hundred sixty-six yards, and it's just like driver flip pledge for these guys. They're hitting like half lob wedges into these this green and it's just like that hole is like that hole used to be a driver three iron it's just insane the tee boxes all this it's just i think garrett garrett wrote something and made a really good point um it's Read just it. like how how awkward professional golf is um with classic golf courses how Having how the, awkward the, the fit is it's like you're you're creating these fields like a football field where you're like putting like 
hexagons on the sideline and like different like re- like angles off like the sideline things like that do you remember when the when the illinois played northwestern at, at wrigley field the first yes, time yes, and they yes, had the they yes. had the they had the yeah. only could use one end zone yeah because of the dimension yeah that's what it it feels like it's like we're we're changing the way the game is in order to make this work and it's just i don't know my cousin who's uh who's a casual golf fan he watches a decent amount he's not like a diehard he's a he's a big baseball fan coaches high school baseball texted me uh about the tee boxes and i go well it's kind of like if uh if the pros were using aluminum bats at wrigley field and he goes yeah actually that makes a lot of sense it would suck if they were doing that like that's what's going on here you know So you got to do all these weird things and you, you have to have the greens running crazy. Um, I thought one of my big takeaways the last couple days, because the greens have been a little bit slower than these guys are used to. And you, you think about like the, the skill of hitting a long putt uphill. But one of the things I've been pleasantly surprised with is how many guys are leaving downhill putts short Short because yeah. they're so used to the putt. Like it doesn't matter. Like if you hit the ball, it's going to get there. Right. right. They're used to that. It's like, okay, if I just get this going, it's going to get there. I think there's like a real skill of having to hit downhill putts. Get it to the hole. Yeah. Where it's not just a foregone conclusion because of the slope that it's going to get there. Right. And that's been something that I've really enjoyed watching. It's like how many putts are coming up short on downhill putts. I feel like I've seen Rom do that like four or five times. On oh, downhill, yeah. Downhillers. So that is a good point. Uh, that's prevalent. All right. That's it for this Friday night. Uh, hit the merch shop, Fried Egg Pro Shop. We'll be back Saturday. Read up on the Fried Egg. Subscribe to the Fried Egg newsletter. We, Andy and I are writing for that in the next two days with Will out for a wedding weekend. Uh, so you can catch some more of our further thoughts at the Friday newsletter. Subscribe to that. We'll be back Saturday. With Bubba, another... Bubba was in in the hunt at the players. That's what it. That's that's what it was. We, he had the round of the day on Saturday at JT, and then he shot like eighty yeah. on Sunday or something. That's right. I knew it was recent. Okay, everyone, enjoy All your right. Friday nights. Enjoy your Saturday mornings. Take it easy. We'll be back with you on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm.